Section 4 of Madame Butterfly. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Hawaii in June 2010. Section 4 of Madame Butterfly by John Luther Long. Chapter 9 About Birds. One day she took her courage, and the maids too, for that matter, in both hands and called upon the American consul she saw the vice-consul there was a west wind and it was warm at nagasaki he was dozing when he woke madame butterfly was bowing before him at a little distance was the maid with the blonde baby strapped to her back he was unable to account for them immediately good night said chocho san smiling amiably the consul glanced apprehensively about night not night is it they both discovered the error at the same instant ah no 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 that's mistake me i'm little rattle excuse us that's not nice make mistake we got call you good morning i expect or how do what you think whichever you like he answered without a smile then chocho-san waited for something further from the consul nothing came she began to suspect that it was her business to proceed instead of his i i think maybe you don't know me she questioned to give him a chance oh yes i do declared the consul in fact everybody knew her for one reason and another her baby her disowning her beauty her american marriage you are chocho-san the daughter he forgot her father's name though he had often heard it you used to dance did you not aha uh -huh. see that's what i think you don't know me whichever i nobody's daughter just mrs benja no mrs frengalin benjamin no 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 <laughs> mrs benjamin frengalin pickerton everybody else outcast me uh-huh <laughs> i i little more rattle oh the consul was genuinely surprised and for the first time looked with interest at a child chocho-san to aid him took trouble from the maid finally he politely asked her what he could do for her i got ask you a thing she returned the baby to the maid proceed said the consul you know about birds in your country yes something ah that's what i think you know everything that's why your country send you here account you very wise you do me too much honor laughed the consul you don't know she was distinctly alarmed everything no only a few things but you know about birds robins just little robins her inflections denounced it a crime not to know he was not proof against this or against these oh yes he said of course aha of course that's what i all times thinking that's mistake by you they could laugh together now ah tell me then if you please when do those robin nest again me i think it is later than in japan is it not 
account just account the robin nesting again just now in japan the consul said yes because the girl so evidently desired it not because he knew ah that's what i think later much later than in japan is it not again her fervid emphasis obliged him to say yes somewhat against his conscience and say when somebody getting merry with another body at your america don't he got stay merry usually yes decidedly yes even sometimes when he doesn't wish to and don't matter where they live not at all ah how that is nice say you know all about that what do you think well i know more about that than about ornithology you see i've been married but i've never been a uh, a robin the joke passed quite unnoticed she put her great question and no one can't get divorced from another except in a large courthouse full judge yes laughed the consul that is true and that take a very long time yes nearly always the laws delay and sometimes they get inside a jail she was so avid that she risked the very great discourtesy of an interruption and that too without a word of apology suzuki was for an instant ashamed for her occasionally that happens too i believe every doubt had been resolved in her favor and if they got a nice baby yet don't they ah don't everybody like that i did very much mine is a fine boy say he look like you purple eye bald hairs pink cheek i'm afraid he does afraid glad then oh afraid mean glad yes that's way mr b f pickerton talking don't mean what he say and don't say what he mean exact the consul laughed but he could not quite understand the drift of her questioning if people have a nice baby alike that they don't give him away not to nobi nobi they don't like what you think i should think not for a moment he looked savage as a young father can chocho-san's face glowed she stood consciously aside that the consul might the better see the baby on suzuki's back he understood and smiled in the good fellowship of new parenthood he made some play with the child and called him a fine fellow ah you never see no such baby i expect in the largesse of his fellowship he declared that he had not he had only recently been engaged in putting the same question to his friends she had hoped indeed that he would go on from that and say more the subject so abundantly merited it but she now remembered that in her haste to satisfy her doubts she had neglected all those innumerable little inquiries which go to make up the graceful game of japanese courtesy though she might neglect them with pinkerton she must not with a stranger who was obliging her chapter ten gentle lying ah how is that health 
also i am sorry i woke you up excellent and that i interrupt your languages that is not a happy for the most exalted health to be wake up and interrupt therefore i pray your honorable pardon and how is that health the consul said that he was quite well ah how that is nice and you always sleeping well most honorable he nodded yes i hear you sleep oh that's not joke no 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 he had laughed but she would never do that but i do snore i believe sometimes he was not proud of even this of course oh just like gentle breezes he said that he could not do better than adopt this charming euphemism also how old you getting very soon thirty a japanese always adds a few years she therefore thought him younger and her veneration abated accordingly but he was in fact older that's also nice very nice i wish i so old that mr b f pickerton he like me more if older i think she sighed i don't know about that the american point of view differs but he would not meddle how old are you pray this was only the proper return for her courtesy besides the consul was enjoying the usually dull game of decorum to-day the girl was piquant in a most dazzling fashion me i bowed bowed what he had said made her doubt a little the japanese idea bowed most twenty-seven when the chrysanthemum blooms again she was seventeen yes bowed most twenty-seven with a barely perceptible rising inflection he acquiesced in the fiction but smiled at the way she hung her head and blushed this was not the japanese way of telling one's age or any other gentle lie you got a grandmother she proceeded two alleged the consul that's very splendid and she is well in her health too which one she passed the joke if she saw it no japanese will make his parent the subject of one the old one always the old one first the consul felt queerly chidden she was well at last accounts that's nice and the young one the same and now about yours alas i have not that same happiness like you i got no ancestors whichever they all angry account that mr b f pickerton so they outcast me out the family he don't like that they live with him account they bag numbers he and me gone be only bag number he say he big boss bag number me just little boss bag number me i don't got ancestors before me no behind me now hence they don't show me the way to meadow when i die well me i don't care whichever i got husband and baby there's most best nice in japan maybe in the whole world and i can go at nirvana by another road uh-huh if i most the kindly consul better than she understood both the effect of the separation of her from her ancestors and the temperament of pinkerton he undertook notwithstanding his resolution not to meddle a tentative remonstrance she listened politely but he made no impression 
you must not break with your relatives if pinkerton should not should well die you know you would indeed be an outcast if your own people would have nothing to do with you nobody else would it must of course be known to you that your uh, marriage with pinkerton has put you in unfortunate relations with everybody the japanese because you have offended them the foreigners because he has what would you do in such a case me i could dance maybe or or die but she laughed as she said it then she acknowledged his rebuking glance hey, excuse me that's not nice well it is not so easy to die as it was before he came she sighed happily the consul was curious why he asked why he make my life more sweet but that is no reason for quarrelling with your family but they don't want me because my husband don't want them henceforth i got go away from my husband if i want them and if i want him more better i got go away from them no matter whichever i got go away from someone well i want those husband more better than any say there's a phony they make me merry with him when i don't wish him now i am merry with him they don't wish him just after my father he kill hisself sticking with short sword that's how we getting so poor oh ver' poor me i go and dance little so we don't starve also i think if somebody wish me i get married for a while account that grandmother got have food and clothings well those were grandmothers she asked the old nakodo about it she like me get marry with someone he say man's just ask him other day kin he get him nice wife and he don't know none nicer she paused to let the consul make sure of this fact which he did and then acknowledged the appreciation she had provoked with a charming smile whichever he say he think i don't like him account he america gin he also remarking with me that he a barbarian and a beast well me i say i don't want him i afraid bees but everyone else they say yes yes ah yes he got money and for just little while i got endure him so i say bring me that bees and lo one day the old nakodo he bringing him for look at meeting well she paused to laugh and so infectious was it that the consul adventurously joined her at first i think him a god he so tall and beautiful and got on such a blue clothes all full golden things and he don't sit way way off and just talk she laughed abandonedly he make my life so very joyous i think i never been that happy she had an excess of demureness oh just at first i frighten account he sit so close with me and hold my hand and as if it made satin uh-huh <laughs> satin look she gave them both to him they were deliciously pretty but the consul was embarrassed by his possession of them she began slowly to withdraw them and then he let them go with regret i beg your august pardon 
I just singing in the inside me and speaking with the outside. That's not nice. You don't care nothing about that. Those. What? He thought she meant the hands, and perhaps she did. Just those little story. Yes, I do, declared the consul with some relief. It is a charming story. And it was, for Chocho-san's eyes and hands took part in its telling as well as her lips. You mean, you like here more? Yes, she reflected an instant. I think there is no more. Just, yes, just after while I never get frightened no more, no matter how close, nor how he hold my hand. But then you, I beg pardon, you were married? I think you said so. Oh, yes, she replied, as if that had made little difference in their situation. I marry with him. I think his ship was then ordered to... Uh, she nodded. Alas, he got go and serve his country. But he gone come back and keep on being merry with me. What you think? The consul contrived to evade the interrogation. Is that why you asked about the robins? Yes, he gone come when the robins nest again. He? He don't never expect we got this nice baby, account I don't tell him. I don't kin tell him. I don't know where he is, but me? I don't tell if I know, account he rush right over here and desert his country and henceforth get in a large trouble, maybe with that President United States America and that large Goddess Liberty Independence. What you think? Chapter 11 The Most Best Nice Man It was quite superfluous to point out such of her ideas as had birth in the fertile brain of Pinkerton. Certainly he had enjoyed his married life with her, but it was for another reason than hers. The consul could observe, he thought, how exquisitely amusing it had been. It was, too, exactly in Pinkerton's line to take this dainty, vivid, eager, formless material and mould it to his most wantonly whimsical wish. It was perhaps fortunate for her that his country had had need of him so soon after his marriage. However, the consul informed her that her fears of trouble for Pinkerton from the sources mentioned were entirely groundless. But this, to his surprise, was not pleasing intelligence. She liked to believe, as he had let her believe, that Pinkerton occupied a large space in the affairs of his country, that he was under the special patronage of the President, and the Goddess of Liberty was, perhaps, her own corollary. But it fitted his character as she had conceived it. To her he was a god, perhaps. But let it be understood that the Japanese god is neither austere nor immaculate. Well, whichever she said in some disappointment that's a surprise on him when he come he all times joking with me i make one joke upon him that's good joke what you think the consul shook his head the matter began to have a sinister look but the girl's faith was sublime ah <laughs> you her inflection was one of pity for his ignorance that's account you don't know him you shaking your nice head he joking all times sometime i do know if he joking except he stop look solemn and laugh then he make the house rattle 
Oh, maybe you think I don't joke too also? Well, that's mistake. I make joke just like him, just bad. One time I make joke with him bout runway to that grandmother, account I don't care for him no more. Well, what you think? He say, Hello, let's see how you kin run fast. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's little joke upon me. Now I gon' have the largest joke upon him. Say, you got tell him, if you please, Augustness, that I couldn't wait. It was so long, long, long. I got tired. So... I am married with a great and wise prince named Yamadori Okyo and live in a huge castle with one thousand servants and and all my heart's kin wish. Uh-huh. <laughs> also that I gone way to his castle with his purple eye baby to never return no more. Never. You gone tell him that? I would prefer not to have a hand in any further, that is, any deception. The consul objected gravely. The girl was amazed and reproachful. Ah, don't you like joke? I think every American do. That's not nice for me. I got be sorry I telling you all those. Alas, how that would be nice for you? You see him get angry so quick. She smote her hands together. And then he say those remark about devil and hell and rush up the hill this way. She again lifted her kimono and acted it recklessly across the apartment. But my dear madam. She came at him with a voice and movement that were resistlessly caressing. He perceived how useless it would be to protest further. He acknowledged her protean fascination. Ah, please, Augustness, to tell him. It will be that nice for me. Ah, you gon' do it, yes? Say so. The consul had capitulated to her voice and eyes. This was evident to her. Ah, thanks. Most excellent. You're the most best nice man in the world. She paused guiltily. Even this purely Japanese euphemism might be conjugal treason. Except, laughed the consul, Except, confessed the girl with drooping head. A smile began to grow upon her lips. When she raised her face, it was a splendid laugh. How we have fun seeing him rush up that hill at the house! She was frankly dissembling. So! She illustrated again, back and forth across the apartment. After that? Ah, after that? Well, I make everything correct. She was radiantly certain that she could. The consul remembered the saying of the professor of rhetoric that no comedy could succeed without its element of tragedy. Well, Pinkerton might have meant to return to her. Any other man probably would. He would not have been quite certain of himself. Only that stuff about the robins sounded like one of his infernal jokes. He probably supposed that she knew what he meant. Farewell but she had not so construed it. Unless Pinkerton had changed, he had probably not thought of her again, except as the prompt wife of another man. He never explained anything. It was his theory that circumstances always did this for one, and it was therefore a saving of energy to permit circumstances to do it. 
there was a saying in the navy that if any one could forget a played game or a spent bottle more quickly than pinkerton he had not yet been born providing her with a house and money meant nothing he would probably have given her all he had whether it were a dollar or a thousand but on the other hand if she had been one of the sudden and insane fancies which occasionally visited him the case was altogether different and altogether like pinkerton for in the person of a fascinating woman the emotion might survive the absence in question for himself he was quite sure had he been pinkerton of course that it would have survived something greater and finally his own views prevailed with him as if they were pinkerton's and he believed that he would be delighted to return and resume his charming life with her on higashi hill he thereupon told her that lieutenant pinkerton's ship was under orders to stop at nagasaki the government rendezvous for the navy about the first of september to observe and report the probabilities of war with china and he was instantly glad that he had told her the girl's superb joy was expressed in a long indrawn sigh and then silence but something had to be said or done i-i like as you another thing again dissembling as if the talk were still at the trivialities where it began certainly said the consul with a smile but won't you have a chair he had noticed that she was trembling she sat up unsteadily on the edge of it and then she forgot what she had meant to ask say she was still at sea but suddenly a thought flashed in her eyes all babies at your america got those purple eye uh yes very many of them said the consul with a little surprise at her direction and and also bald of their head all of them i believe at first he smiled and the girl smiled back at him engagingly say augustness he gone come for see those baby what you think her words were like caresses but the rapture growing surely in the girl's face now was not reflected in that of the consul concern for her outweighed her fascinations for the moment i i hope so she cut off his doubting incontinently say maybe you also don't think he gone take us live in his large castle at united states america she challenged reproachfully did he tell you that he would that he had one no he don't tell me nothing he laugh when i ask him like the house gone fall down but what you think the consul answered her quite briefly he knew that he hurt her but his impotent anger was at pinkerton he had not thought him capable of that if i were to advise i should ask you to consider seriously yamadori's proposal if he has really offered himself it is a great and unusual opportunity for you for any girl in uh, in japan you think those you she looked at him for an amazed and reproachful instant then gathered her kimono in her hand and pushed her feet into her clogs go before suzuki she said gently to the maid to the consul sorrowfully good night at the door she turned with a ceremonial sweep of her draperies looked and came hurrying back 
all the joy had returned to her face at the sincere regret almost pain she saw upon his she impulsively grasped his hands both of them once more different good night augustness and her voice was very soft uh-huh <laughs> me i just a fool yes you you the most best nice man in all the whole world she paused smiling up at him he understood that she wished to repeat their pretty play upon the phrase except she nodded and laughed except <laughs> she hurried after the maid laughing back at him confessingly as she went and after all the consul was glad it had ended thus for joy is better than sorrow always and everywhere when they again reached the pretty house on the hill chocho-san looked ruefully back over the steep road they had come oh how that was tiresome suzuki but he when he comes it will be just one two three great strides how he will rush up that hill it cost us so much sweat to climb like storm with lightning and thunder flash 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 boom 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 and here he is all for just little me then how he will stamp about not removing his boots spoiling the mats smashing the fusuma shaking the house like earthquake animal where is she huh man's told me she gone and marry with a fool yamadori gone me my purple eye baby away then i jump round his neck before he getting too angry and hold his hand and say close with his ears how do mr b f pickerton uh-huh <laughs> what you think suzuki and suzuki said in english too that's most best nice thing i ever see end of section four